morning akashavani tarvithya so i just recently posted um an ins- an instagram post about uh, maintaining intellectual health and either i am deluded or uh, somebody really play pays close attention to my work and uh, it's kind of like checking to see how do you do what you do so when you make uh, claims um on the on instagram or in different social media you're like checking in for how do you do what you do and um but i don't see much of um, how many people has, have seen the post but um i sure get a check on a test kind of like how do you do what you do so i'm repeating myself here but what i'm also saying here is um um when we make something um come to awareness in some way i think we have we tend to test it out yeah to see is it true is it not you know how much true and how much can i do something about it or do i also have the ability to do something like that it's more like what will you get away with if if you're not caught so um a little testy nature which is also uh, you know said by our tendency for experimentation um we think experimentation is okay when um i've been finding through my clinical practice and my different observations and why i have come to be saying original humane intelligence is how much experimentation does not work for life experimentation is counterproductive it affects it pu- it puts a cog in the wheel in a way that um obstructs the the natural flow of what life is and we tend to have a difficulty because of our intellectual well maybe because we have a neocortex um and we and we have our cerebral um hyperplasia um in the sense that our cerebrum has gotten kind of little big and needs to it's like a bum which is really big yeah and uh, it it needs to you know it bum needs to sit appropriately you know have sufficient um the chair it needs to fit the chair appropriately otherwise we could be you know spilling out similarly a brain maybe if you're going to see a brain to be like a bum it needs to you know maybe in different stages of you know finding the right place the right size so that we are not uh, hyperplasia you know hy- you're going over the tops being a little you know lordy oh me yeah or big and great to actually seeing our place and space in the scheme of things so you could in a way say uh, you know be like a big baby a little bit but babies are more um you know in the presence of their more bigger sized caretakers uh and hence they have a perspective because of what they can see that they are actually little ones yeah who who still need to grow up to be these big people uh who are caretaking for them whereas we humans with our larger cerebrum 
do not have these bigger people uh, by which to have a perspective that we are being a little neocortex, you know, baby cortex, still finding our intellect uh, how it needs to be. So we don't have a, a bigger parent perspective. And hence, we tend to think, oh, we be great because we can stand on uh, two, uh, two feet, um, stand up on, you know, with the head on top, and uh, we can even lord an elephant. And hence, we think we are, oh, be mighty, yeah? But we are more like uh, baby humans, yeah? Um, or like a, you know, baby tiny toddlers with, with an ant, yeah? They think they can lord over an ant. And hence, until the ant bites back. And then you know who's the baby. Um, so we tend to think we know it all and we kind of lord it. Um, and we tend to experiment. So kind of like a sequence of a repeated pattern. Yeah. Um, we, um, if we don't get caught, what will we get away with? Yeah. And that again depends on our moral values, ethical practices, yeah, our principles, what what is considered humane, how much have we, um, how non-violent have we really gotten, and how much have we legalized certain violent practices, which we say this is okay, you know, this is white lies is good, black lies bad bad, yeah, white lies is good, a little bit of, you know, you can't be all also perfect, a little bit of bad habits is okay you know we're not saints you know so in that little bandwidth what all gets passed determines the integrity of a person yeah you could say moral ethics values uh, trustworthiness reliability so many little 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 things goes into that little bandwidth and depending on accordingly is the um, is your um, reliance and w the kind of work you do yeah it's like a cycle yeah you can um, you can so depending on the integrity and strength of a cycle you could drive it uh, ride it in your local uh, street or you could take it to the olympics one you can drive on the local uh, roads may not you know may not be as good as can be driven in the olympics but one that can be ridden, driven in the Olympics can be ridden lo in the local roads. Um, so the question is, um, what is your uh, level of integrity? Yeah, What is that you have maintained your health and composition for? What kind of a, um, arena have you developed your uh, composition fit for? And accordingly is what you do in life, how you do, um, what income and that means not just money money is not the only wealth there is if you look at the Ashtalakshmi chart there is uh, Ashtalakshmi according to the Vedic uh, Indian um, ideology um, there is um, the Ashtalakshmi chart which has eight forms of wealth out of which money is one of them so if you're going to live only by money is the income and then we miss out the value of the other um, seven then we we don't know how poor we are and if we are going to judge somebody by how much money they are earning and do not and cannot see the other forms of wealth we don't know how blind we are
and and then there is within our own personal integrity what how what kind of violence we get away with yeah so um i have been mentioning uh, about this in my previous uh, podcast where um the reference has been to what has been called as a soul sync exercise or um um i i don't know if that is just that um but also i'm okay i'm just going to call them out like there's this diksha practice yeah which um which has been referred to as it's like lightning yeah and uh, also i've been watching this uh, tele series ashes of love so there the heavenly empress and all those heavenly people um the punishment yeah one of the punishment is by lightning uh, bolts yeah um so i'm thinking okay here they're talking about diksha and then thing is like lightning yeah i'm like okay you know that gives you a little pause and then even if that was a uh, uh, therapeutic yeah a uh, blessing ish kind of a thing it's about a lot of people do not know to maintain their own personal composition which means they may have eaten non-veg or tea coffee alcohol different kinds of anything kinds of things and each of these substances that goes into the body has an effect on the tissue composition yeah um they affect the health differently they affect our state of well-being our emotional composition clarity of thought um at several levels of consciousness okay but what it, where, but in terms of integrity it's your level of conscience that you deviate from that gives rise to the spectrum of consciousness um and uh, and according to your uh, consciousness is your uh, awareness of emotional states uh, health physical um um ability humaneness violence non-violence your discernment your degree of discernment is um in sync with your level of conscience um and and according to your level of conscience would be your moral uh, ethics your principles your level of integrity how do you what do you live your life by would all be determined by your level of conscience now uh when people are uh, practicing these kinds of um diksha for example what i've heard about it or the soul sync or um reiki or um different kinds of distance healing stuff energy stuff pranic healing there are many kinds of things and depending on even even a um a butcher yeah it depends on how he does his work that makes a difference between a murderer and a butcher who is doing the work according to um um uh, how it needs to be done which is which maintains the health of the profession 
they say even if you're going to dig a ground uh, you know dig a hole in the ground if you're doing it right you will find nirvana yeah so uh, so a knife is a knife and depends on who's having the knife you know your um, the the conscience of a person holding the knife determines what gets done with the knife and how it gets done a cook for example can have this can have a knife two people can have the knife to cook and what gets cooked how it gets cooked depends on how is the knife held and what is it used for what is it used to cut yeah now um so our le- our, our appreciation of violence and what is legalized violence like well if somebody else is watching you then it's okay within this limit but if nobody is watching you i'll get away with it yeah um i know i'm repeating myself here but i'm trying to bring attention to what is sanctioned violence even in our own conscience yeah so what is our degree of conscience by which we gauge what is appropriate and not whether or not somebody has prescribed written a constitutional law or you know systems of maintaining um integrity maintaining civility maintaining humanity whether or not it is written somewhere and somebody has taught you what is what what are your basis by which you know if you're doing the right thing or not and um what can you um if you if you can stand in front of a mirror look at yourself um look at into your own eyes and not have to cringe or in or in some way look away or um can speak honestly and be true to what you say then you don't have another point you don't have another point of reference you don't really need another point of reference because you are functioning by a certain level of integrity that um that you could say you are standing true by god for example yeah um and and in the conscience of god um you're doing the right thing whether or not somebody else knows of it or not and uh when you're functioning from that integrity um whether or not somebody else understands the accountability by which you function um you maintain a certain set of values and principles that does not require some somebody monitoring you that does not require somebody knowing how you're doing what you're doing because you have answers to which if they have patience enough to listen you can provide answers um but you're functioning by a certain set of principles which well if this is what's called as a higher self and high an accountability to a higher um um order then um well then then that's a church that's um that's a high altar that that you answer and live your life by and uh, and then what you do in life how you function may be called as ordained to um, by almighty dotting yeah uh to do a certain job by which um uh, you are uh, adding value to how life is and what life can be what does it mean to be human and what human living um is meant to be could make available 
um, those kinds of thought lines. And then at a point in time, how, how is a person affected by different influences by which an answer is a certain way versus is it, is it satisfying everybody's question or some levels of uh, um, understanding is there and then there are degrees of um, appreciation of say, I'm saying uh, truth and one person is perceiving what I mean by truth by the emotional tone of it, yeah? Or another person is perceiving what I mean by truth by uh, what is the, uh, you know, the spaces or how long did I take to say the word truth? And hence they appreciate how truthfully did you actually say it? Because you didn't say it long enough. You just, you know, you just uh, said the word. You did not really mean it. So how we, what is being said itself is appreciated by different people based on what is their um, identification or recognition or their level of discernment by which to say what is true versus not. Yeah. So that would be perspective. If these, if these set of uh, forms are fulfilled, that means in my view, you're telling the truth. If these conditions are not fulfilled, that means you're lying somewhere, yeah? According to your level of, your, your measuring tool, your, um, your um, parameters by which you measure truth versus not. So, um, so if you're going to say measure so you have a weighing scale, yeah? And uh, uh, how, so there's a standardized uh, measure by which you say, okay, now this weighing scale is a functioning appropriately because there's a, there's a standardized measure. And if it's any less than that or not, uh, the, uh, what is weighed on it changes. So how do you, uh, so a person's measure of truth versus another person's, maybe depending on, do we have a standardized value for you have sufficient, um, you know, uh, perspectives or, or the strength of those perspectives by which you can gauge, um, you know, somebody is speaking the truth or not, which is how a lawyer or a, um, or a you know, a, a judge of the, the Supreme Court, you know, gets their job based on how much they have that ability versus, say, um, a person on the, on the street selling vegetables yeah so depending on um, you know how much a person has such integrity um, or or these particular paradigms of thinking at, at a particular quality of a particular uh, strength is the job assigned to a person so that that is what a person is qualified to do in life yeah so um, so different people so what am i uh, arriving at here it Different people are, are born, you know, kids are born in different families, different households, and some just have an inclination to become a lawyer, and some just have an inclination to become a, a police officer, or an administrator, or a vegetable vendor. And, and how well they do their job, and where do they get placed? You know, we could have all kinds of wishes, but getting to that job and doing the job requires you to have those kinds of qualities which meet which meet certain standards now in this in our human economy um, we have a system by which we have college education we have different kinds of things qualifica qualifications by which you discern how good is a person 
Now, if we consider that there is a bigger organization that I call as Almighty Dotting, and a person is born with a human body, you know, there is another person born with an animal body, another person born with a plant body, another person born with a microbial body. These are all different people. And they all have their job. Dogs do dog's job. Cows do cow's job. Yeah. And uh, here we have a human being who wants to become a lawyer. Yeah. And goes about doing things in accordance with becoming a lawyer. And how good a lawyer the person becomes depends on how well is the qualification. And uh, so while the human system uh, evaluates the appropriateness of, you know, how good a person is, there is the almighty dotting assessing how good a person is and according to how good a person is they have cases coming to them yeah so they could be sitting in a local um, advocacy office but have cases coming consistent with their kind of ability and they and they um, deal with those people according to their unique ability so it's like there's this big uh, organization Almighty dotting, just like how humans have a person who's sitting in the high court, yeah, gets um, cases, clients consistent with that office. Similarly, if you consider every person to be an office with their own unique capabilities and availabilities, you know, so people come to them. It could just be some person on the in the street, but the office that this person is with the skill set that this person ha uh, has can address what that person in the street is dealing with. They may, may or may not have an office um, per se, like for example, sitting in the high court, you know, and with a certificate saying that they can now speak. They could just be um, watching plants in the, gar in the garden. And uh, there's this person who comes and then is just inspired to speak to them about um, a problem they're having in their life of all the people in the world, they are more inspired to speak to this person because this person holds a certain set of skills which can specifically address that person's concern. And how is one person just drawn to speak to one person or, you know, um, is just, I just feel like going to this uh, little gully and uh, voila, I met a person who solved a, a concern that I have. That nothing in the world, I, nothing in the world was able to even listen to what I was saying. They just, this person just got it. So, um, so this is where I'm talking about as conscience. So whether or not somebody else knows um, about this system, this Almighty dotting, whether or not you believe in a god or go to a church, temple, any such, it's not just about a religious um, order. But it's also about what I'm alluding to is integrity. Yeah, whether or not we are talking in terms of the church or religious order or, um, you know, uh, how religiously do we read our textbooks and uh, what we learn, educate ourselves with. I'm talking of a cosmic intelligence, which also guides how Earth formed. Yeah, in and and Earth is part of the solar system, part of the Milky Way galaxy, there's a system there, just like how a person is part of a family who has you know, mother, father, um, grandparents, you know, um, a garden, uh, living in a house versus another person who
who was uh, abandoned for example at childhood mm. and uh, has the experiences they have uh, to another person who is holding a gun and had those experiences of life that had the person have have a gun and is doing what they're doing uh, but it's also each person has a conscience and how you live life by the conscience you have is also how almighty dotting i'm calling calling it as almighty dotting but i but i'm referring to a cosmic intelligence um who has an implicate order um by which humans at this point in time for example i am talking on this podcast yeah another person is uh, writing a uh, an account a report um uh we are also doing what we are inspired to do some people call it a muse yeah they have uh, they are inspired by their muse to make a particular painting yeah or uh, they are inspired by their muse to sing a particular song in that particular raga yeah and uh, and they would be doing the right thing when they are following the the dictates the movements of their conscience by which they are doing that and how well how appropriately have they translated their inspiration to actual um creation uh, a creative uh, you know made a creative would also be an integrity the conscience by which they have translated an inspiration to i can't say expiration but it's more like expression yeah to an expression of that integrity and sometimes it is important for that message to be written in that particular way for the person who needs to read that message so that they can get the their next um insight or inspiration by which to um or um or food by which to now get into action to do that kind of work yeah so there is also uh, this higher order so in our economy there's also an ecology wherein we are functioning from a higher order uh where schools colleges administrations are an, an are another level of order um and then we have our familial order yeah within a family what is the um, um uh, integrity what is the conscience by which we function and uh, so it could be just a child but can see that a parent is not doing the right thing but functioning by his or her own conscience they can set right what may not otherwise be possible and it's about how they go about doing it that makes a difference that makes a difference in the sense one person can better the health of how things are by how they do what they do um so um we could disrupt integrity or we could restore the fabric of time and space by how we do things so um in nirbhij yoga what i what i uh, what i do is um there are there are all these different practices yeah these soul sync uh, diksha maybe or reiki practices and different people have different tissue integrity okay what that means is the health of in, uh, their tissue composition their orientation with conscience and how consensuously they do something um while there is this reiki and diksha and soul sync and different kinds of practices and everybody's looking at their own ways by which to do the right thing 
but to earn a living yeah so some of them's living is only limited to money how much money they getting while other people's maybe one one or the other from the ashtalakshmi chart and um so they are also incomes um and they also sustain their livelihood um uh, you know they say they also um serve who only stand and wait so uh, so how are they doing that what may be the conscience by which they are serving while the income may be different um and appreciated differently by different people so in nirbijuka so while i have this uh, attack so to speak yeah uh, because often times it seems like you know i've gotten pelted today yeah uh, and i and i don't know whether it's whether it's diksha or it's reiki or it's uh, distance healing or somebody just uh, you know uh, doing their um, psychic power stuff um and um, you have different health effects yeah and uh, for example bloating is a um is an experience i often well i have some um and then i know okay now here somebody yeah um doing a certain distance healing or soul sync or some such who i call it info hacking yeah sometimes it's info hacking um and then and then sometimes i can actually hear okay now no connection yeah now i'm connected to her yeah and uh, opinions and very interesting things so if i can if i can actually you know call out the kind of things i hear from these attackers uh it would make for uh, some thrilling um mm, read yeah but it but it would be very interesting i just call it as um the self of human beings um and then i also say what would people get away with if they're not caught yeah but that but that to me as a health facilitator health practitioner health facilitator it talks about the health of humanity yeah different people different age groups different gender yeah different uh, ethnicity different country nationality um different food habits um different occupations and you can kind of feel um kind of gauge a little bit on what is their um conscience integrity um health what may be their um life practices by which they maintain their health or what are what are the thought lines by which they interact with other people what will what do they get away with yeah so but to me they all talk about the health of humanity at this point in time yeah different it's like a sample i'm a i'm from a qa uh, from a qa background so i uh, i have been um i have 20 plus years um in medical transcription and i have been uh, qa for about 13 or so yes yeah actually the larger there um so 5% sampling yeah and i have this is happening like every day like all the time yeah um uh, this pelting yeah either wave pelting particle pelting and i you know i can actually um empathize with the particles which are being pelted in at you know places like cern um so um you can complain once you can complain twice but if it's happening all the time yeah 
you it's more like what will the wall do if it's being pelted with uh, you know stones yeah um i have uh, mentioned this in some of my lives like what ha- what what would the wall say yeah what would you hear if the wall spoke on how it's being treated would be very interesting yeah because wall is an object too and it's got life yeah and uh, if you don't consider that and you're just like you know pelt there is this uh, book of uh, salma's uh, pelting um she was, she she died because they pelt stones at her um so it's more like how the wall would feel yeah it's a live person and according to your convenience of regarding a person to be alive or not and what you can consider to be violent or not yeah uh it's more like um you're being watched yeah you're all being watched um that could give you heebie-jeebies but if you can think you can get away with it it's all being counted for yeah um i'm just a person who's talking about conscience and integrity and how life feels yeah a dog a, a cow anybody how you treat life is all being accounted for yeah and and according to how life feels from how you treated a life form is your next lesson yeah um and your next job placement or your next lifetime yeah depends on you're okay with next lifetime yeah it's like i it's going to be next uh, sometime yeah um you don't know anything about it so you you can get away with what you don't know but uh you miss a point like a big point yeah you guys are um, accumulating wealth and you you know maybe all money and all that stuff here and you know to be enjoyed here but there is a wealth the ashtalakshmi chart refers to eight kinds of wealth which is not material which a person can carry from one lifetime to another and this is the wealth of the soul yeah um so depending on your religious background you may or may not believe about an afterlife but that maybe if you're going to backtrack it you might kind of see that each person even a child who's born is born with different potential different talent skills how come one child is born with these ta- talent skills in this household and another child is born with a different uh, talent skills in another household that comes from how they have lived in their past life lifetimes so whether or not you believe in an afterlife children are born people are born with different abilities based on their past lifetime uh and where they are born how is this lifetime or how is the next lifetime depends on how you live this this lifetime yeah so what is the wealth you carry with you and how you and what you do with what you have in this lifetime what value you add is the value you are uh in massing um in your soul treasure box yeah and uh, uh so there are some people who kind of um think they can you know steal psychic power from others um all accounted for yeah uh, there is this it's called providence 
or the cosmic accountant or karma um, there is a universal mathematics there is cosmic mathematics so all accounted for yeah and accordingly is uh, we call it as destiny fate and all of that yeah so it's about how you do what you do where you get um, whom you interact with what's your next surprise gift all depends on uh, how you do what you do now so when you're doing the right things in this lifetime you would just get serendipitous meeting with some somebody who happens to have your next treasure box or um, somebody just calls you over the phone overnight i just thought about you let's meet up and then you form a relationship with which lasts for a lifetime um that is also wealth and this is wealth during this lifetime yeah you may be holding a gun when you're doing the right things you just happen to be in a place where the gun gets taken off and you have a job placement um or, or you have a life which you may have never thought about because you have functioned for a conscience that gains you reward points and accordingly is your next placement it gets salvaged that's called salvation basically but the key is within you um the tools are within you the faculties by which you appreciate life same seeing hearing smelling tasting feeling knowing yeah everybody has it but it's about what did you do with the wealth you have yeah the, you have these sense and sensibilities what choices you make at this point in time and this point in time is all brand new next point in next moment in time is again all brand new and you have the ability to choose pay attention to your heartbeat um pay attention to your respiratory rhythm pay attention to conscience yeah if you can look at yourself in the mirror stand in the presence of your own presence yeah your own acknowledgement and you can say that you did the right thing by your conscience you're already gaining uh, winning points yeah and then you develop a muscle to do the right thing um by which people who are around you um um you're um doing the right things by them not hurting anybody you're actually adding value to how life is um and you're following the dictates of your heart heart you would be walking on the right path on the golden path between opposites yeah that's like how um hagar um they call her the hag yeah who walked uh, seven times between the mountains and uh, she found zamzam yeah um uh, people who go for hajj um um they bring zamzam from their hajj so uh, hagar uh, who people also call her the hag um had the zamzam come from the earth yeah so she just did the right thing she was a desolate woman but she inspired life to spring forth from the from the ground and uh, bring water to her uh, to somebody who, who who she cared for and was not having sufficient water and, and um, salvaged that person's life by her doing the right thing anybody can do this 
anybody can um, can live by the dis by the dictates of their conscience, by their heartbeat, doing the right thing at a, at a point in time, being aware of what where they are, who who's around, doing the uh, consensuous right thing. Um, they would find their uh, true path. They would find their salvation. Yeah. So. Um, over time, according to how well they have developed their uh, do the right thing muscle, gets their placement. You never know. You know, there's a story of the rags to riches uh, story. Several of them. But how do they get to those places during the same lifetime? Depends on how well they have been functioning by their conscience um, and doing the right things. Mm, I hope this gives you pause for thought, uh, and I hope. This also gives you pause for thought enough to consider investing in Nirbija Yoga, by which you, you know, clean um, the essence, yeah, the, the fabric of time and space, which is your own body, your own seeing, yeah, um, hearing, smelling, tasting, feeling, uh, knowing, which, which are, which is our own human faculties, by which we we can better live by our conscience, live by doing the right things, um, becomes easier. Within one lifetime, it's about what what you can do. You really, really good, yeah. So, um, uh, I hope this gives you pause enough uh, for you to consider. You know, come invest in the Bijiga, learn this, and it's really, really good, yeah. Um, so it is yo it is yoga without moving a muscle, um, by which you begin to start developing that prowess to do the right thing, yeah. Um, the idea of the green tara. Uh, comes to mind where uh, it's a humane being with original humane intelligence um, it's an archaic um, well uh, it's an archetype the green tara is an archetype yeah so if you don't just go by oh goddess and you look at that image that mythological character as an archetype and so so if you look at any of the gods or goddesses as archetypes then you have points of reference by which to live your life better, healthier, wiser, healthy, wealthy, wise. Yeah. Thank you so much for your uh, kind consideration. Uh, love.